0: Live, learn, grow, and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Run Culture Podcast. The last episode of the lockdown challenge race—it's the race review—and we're all sitting here pretty quietly content and. Pretty sore. Um, how have you pulled up, boys?
1: Very sore. <laughs> Average. Um, for yeah, me, I've I'm sore other than... You you pulled up better I'm than any
0: it. other marathon apples. Yeah, mate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I only raced hard for like thirty-five
1: k, so that'll be why. <laughs> well, you what had was fun that for you, Loco. Oh, uh, I reckon I've pulled up sore than most other races I've done.
0: Yeah, I, I'd agree with it. I'm the same. Uh, like, I could hardly walk um, as soon as I stopped after the race. Um, just completely um, seized up. It was cramping on the way home in the hammy.
1: You were driving, were
0: you? <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't driving. Jess was. <laughs>
2: um, there's not yeah. much room in your little car, too.
0: Yeah, I was, yeah cramped up in the little barina um, with all the deck chairs and um, whatnot.
1: <laughs> I, um, I pulled up okay on Sunday, but yeah, Monday and today Tuesday, um, awful, terrible, just,
3: yeah, I've got stairs at home and it's just terrible. <laughs> today worse, you reckon, Dion? I reckon today's been worse for me. Yeah. Today's... I thought yesterday I got away with it, I'm like, oh, not too bad, but t- yeah, today's reality check.
0: I could have um, run I... yesterday, um, but then today I was able to go out for a 20-minute shuffle
3: yeah
0: nice yeah it was six, so six minute k's um no i was actually i did the warm-up for the, the the boys i'm coaching down this way and um yeah i just had to hold on for 4 30s so i was pretty glad to stop <laughs> but then like i felt good by the end of it but then I, I i seized up again after so it's gonna be
3: you won't run for another week <laughs> yeah yeah
2: i um I had to, so my Mazda, my car, main car broke down last week, and any, anyway, I had to pick it up from the the dealership, the the mechanics down in Berwick on Monday morning, and on Sunday when I couldn't walk, I was like, oh, here we go, this is gonna be. <laughs> anyway, luckily enough, I was able to uh, walk around the trailer and load the car up, and then you know, just all that ha- manual handling and whatever. Um, I was very grateful that I could actually walk and somewhat bend my legs, but yep. (laughs) And Dion, um, you
0: are now the official Australian 50k record holder. So, um, how does that feel? (laughs) uh,
1: Yeah, honestly, it it does feel pretty cool. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked. I, I kind of Came into this challenge thinking that I'd be a a chance. Like it definitely, you know, had a bit of a carrot dangling and um, having that we wanted to do Canberra um, 50k earlier this year to be able to actually realize a 50k race in a year where there's nothing going on has been pretty cool and and definitely a distance of not really raced 100% before. So to have a really positive outcome on the first go was pretty, uh, pretty special. And I think another really good thing about the run was I think that we all kind of had really good runs and kind of made it a bit more fulfilling for me to know that, um, you know, it, it was, we all got something out of it and, you know, and even you, Dane, like you went under the record too and JD was not far off and Apples was with us for like the 30k Um, Off his prep that he had, even though he had all that secret training, like, (laughs) um, he, like, like, I really felt like we kind of combined our collective powers together to get the event going. And then we shared so much of the actual race together, sharing the lead, sharing the back, you know, yeah, it was a really positive race, even with the weather that we had, it kind of just made it a bit more, you know, of another challenge that we kind of found ourselves facing. JD
0: said it pretty nicely um, uh, the other day. It was kind of cool how um, uh, you, me, and, and Johnny were pretty close together, even though we were, like, laps apart, um, close to the end of the race. Um, like, it was pretty funny um, that it yeah. sort of um, worked out that way.
1: It was that moment where we had, like, I can't remember how many Ks. It was, like, 3.4, 3K, and 2.6 or something like that and we're kind of passing the start finish and at the same time and they were kind of saying you've got this long to go and it was like wow it's really like you know it's one lap and then two laps it, it's, in the scheme of things it's not very far yeah
0: yeah um in your how is your taper going in um and uh yeah, like, like I know personally, like I've never been that nervous the day before a race. Um, I think the fact that we organized the whole event and there were so many other aspects going into the race, I think I was just so, you know, consumed or just worried about it going well. Um, you know, normally the events organized for us um, and the fact that we were sort of like responsible for the whole thing. I don't know. I was really nervous the day before. Um, I'm not sure how you guys felt.
2: Uh, yeah, I, um, geez, I had little athletics on Saturday morning with Lockie, and I had to pick up my other car from the other mechanics Friday night, so it was just like jam packed after work, and everything from like, how many tea bags am I packing? How many marquees do we need? Oh, it's going to be wet. I'll grab an extra one. Tables, chairs, hot water service you know like everything going into it oh i forgot the spoons i better make sure I got the sp- <laughs> you know these you know we we were who we were organizing um like a school event really and making sure it was all running well but on the other you know as alongside that we were racing for a, a national record so it was um it was all consuming let's just say that from my end that's for sure
3: yeah yeah <laughs> definitely um I saw apples at Little Apps on Saturday and I had Friday off work and yeah, it was just hectic, just running around, same thing. Oh, I've forgotten this. I've got to pack this and into Saturday and Saturday was all consuming as well with family stuff and still organising, packing the car. And and then like we said the week before on race day, we had stuff to do, but as soon as it got to say half an hour before, that was it. We're racing. Other people have got to take over and, it went smoothly I reckon in the morning too, even though we got there and it was windy and raining and <laughs> We walked it and gone shit. This is not looking good for us, but worked out well
0: It was funny the weather though like I don't I don't remember actually talking about it to anyone like on the day It's sort of like all right. This is how it's gonna be and um, Alright, we'll we've just got, got to on. deal with, we'll it. Just got on with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we
2: are leaving the mountain in the morning like the roads were just a debris field. Yeah. There was yeah there was leaf litter and branches and everything all over the roads and I'm just thinking <laughs> far out if that's what it's like here <laughs> up in the hills, what it's like down at the suburbs. But yeah, it cleared up pretty well and
4: yeah,
2: we like the wind wasn't that the wind wasn't really much of an issue. Obviously we had um, pacing, but um even then it wasn't strong enough to alter your stride too much, and uh, and we had each other as well that we could work off so. It was the amount of rain that
3: i guess was a little bit of a factor it was a bit busty though i found like if you got out of the the train trying to get back in at times we sort of we were moving around a bit and clipping heels and
0: yeah yeah i think i was the i was the (laughs) culprit there
3: i think i clipped apples about 20 times people were saying after (laughs) the race that they noticed that we all four of us had different styles and different running gates and we definitely found that out there because we kept tripping over each other.
0: Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah, I got so many cuts on the back of my uh, back of my uh, Achilles from Dane's um, <laughs> alpha spikes. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, um. Someone put asked a, a message. I think it was Maddie Morris. He goes, "Were you dizzy? Did you get dizzy out there?" Um. And there was one point in the race. I think it was about 28k mark, give or take, and I didn't know whether – I was following you, Dane. Loco, you were just in front, and um, JD, you were behind. And I don't know whether you were veering out towards lane two or it was just in my head or it was the wind. but, like, I literally felt like I was falling over. Oh, you got vertigo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking, wow, what's going on? And this was at the 200 mark um, of the lap. And, uh, anyway, that was the only time where something was a bit – wrong with my um my balance control system
3: yeah i I completely lost my mind at one stage and could not even calculate the times i was running for the lap i I thought i'll get around to the clock i'll assess what the time is and then work that out every time i kept forgetting yeah that was was happening to me too it just (laughs) i didn't know what lap i was on Yeah. Um, Didn't know the iPad was there until thirty laps to go, and just (laughs) (laughs) just completely just driftwood out there. I think at one stage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So it's it's really, I think like I think I mentioned a few times, but like you just don't count the laps when you're out there. You know, you you might, but then you know you just can't keep it up. So you just you just forget about it, and you know then you just get to a stage where okay, I'll just count five laps and then see how I go, or whatnot. And, or then, you know, J.B., you mentioned that you didn't see the lap thing. I didn't see it until about 60 laps ago. Yeah. Um, But I didn't think to look at it either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think I
1: looked at it every single lap. Just
2: just as like a check-in, like, hey, oh, look at that. It went down one, you know.
3: (laughs) I knew really you um, lost your mind at the start.
2: <laughs> before you go in, Dane, I uh, I took on JD's advice of doing um, every four K's, so every ten laps hit the lap on the watch. Um, and that was a nice goal uh, because we knew that if we were tracking under 14 minutes, we we're going really well. And it was literally, you know, metronomic around the oh, 1340 to thirteen forty to thirty well, thirteen thirty fives for a couple of four K efforts, but most were around thirteen forty twos.
3: I actually wrote down this, I I did, I eventually stuffed up every 10 laps. I did a nine lapper and just gave up after that. But it was, Liam's pacing, Liam and Jess's pacing was incredible. It was.
0: They were like a metronome.
3: Yeah. Did you find that? Yeah, so we had, for the first 10 laps, it was 13.37, 13.43, 13.43, 13.42, 13.41. Yeah. For the first 20K. ridiculous
2: did you find um i know we that's probably why you are you're now taking the title of clipper (laughs) (laughs) um i i noticed quite a few times when the wind was blustering a bit that and we we get this all the time whether it's track race road race whatever but how much you have to put the brakes on when you're like second or third wheel back um yeah yeah, yeah, there are a few times where I was like, put my hands out to say to whoever was behind, like, whoa, hold up, you know, we're, we're about to run into each other. But then on the other side, 150 meters later, I'm like having to put in a little surge just to get back on. Um, <laughs> yeah,
3: interesting. It, 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 yeah. I think it's just depended on how individually we hit the wind, like around a corner yeah. or so we're either chopping or extending our stride. And yeah, just, it just didn't work in unison all the time.
0: That, like, if we didn't have Liam, imagine if we didn't have Liam. Um, Like, we would have had to go into the wind every lap. Um, And the the wind was strong for the first half. Like, I think um, it definitely died down the last um, 10K. Um, But the the first first 30K, there was definitely a, a pretty considerable wind. And if we didn't have Liam and Jess, like, I don't think we would have got the record. Like, he was... Like, Liam... Liam was quite incredible, like, just so consistent. And how good was his little hand signal? Um, <laughs> like, he set his watch up at 83 seconds a lap. And um, and so it was kind of like Josh guy's 10K world record line. Like, we yeah. sort of knew that we were, I think by the time he finished, we knew that we were about 350 meters up on, on the Australian record. Cool.
1: Even a lap, even a full lap up. Yeah, we got pretty
3: close to that. He yeah. we
1: went to 31k pretty much. And yeah, by,
3: by then, we were about five metres short of the lap. There you go. See, I, I was so chilled in that pack. I didn't even know what the arm gestures were meaning for the first five, ten laps. Was like, what was <laughs> he doing? Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: it took a while. I'm like, is he
3: just stretching out or is he yeah, pulling for but... He's got some tick that he started to form. <laughs> <laughs> But he was good when when he finished pace and he dropped back to Craig and then myself and said, you know what, you're still all under record pace, keep it going. And and he even, he come around, we're heading into the headwind and he's like, oh, no, I won't pull out yet. I'll keep you going until we get to the tailwind. And then he stopped like, you wouldn't find a nicer guy in the running scene, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: And someone that could probably break the record if he, you know, wanted to just yes you know on sunday yep. oh, um, yeah yeah you know the last guys kind of it's not easy to run 50k but he has run 50k and a considerably faster marathon than us yeah um and has he's done all the legwork on the track too you
2: know yeah. yeah like 6k efforts on the track and yeah
0: you know apparently he didn't tell ken his coach he was helping us so he, he said after the race Oh, i hope I hope I can still hit Tuesday's session well, because um, <laughs> he he hadn't told Ken that he was doing the effort with us. Um,
3: uh, <laughs> uh, I, I saw Steve Deneen and he said he'd train with him like five times and he hadn't even mentioned it to him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no yeah. He, he was he was incredible and he was he was like clockwork. and um I just found it a lot harder once he dropped out. Um, I think he eliminated the thought and the thinking that you needed. Like, it just made it mentally so much easier because all you, it, our job was simple. We just needed to stick with him. As soon as he dropped out, you sort of like, am I on pace? Am I off pace? Um, yeah, it, it, it did get harder that last 20K, but I, I guess that was part of it. Um,
1: yeah. Um, I didn't mind. Um, you know, Liam was amazing and kind of got us to just after 30k and I just had my watch actually on, um, I just had it on lap split. So every 25 laps, I pressed it and got a 10k split. And all I needed to know, is it under 33 minutes, 40 seconds? If it is, that's all I need to know. <laughs> and then so every 25 laps, I'd lap it and it was pretty, you know, like we were like 10, 15 seconds apart for the first 30ks in each of the 10k splits and yeah then that uh fourth one it was yeah i was like oh it was a bit quick and i didn't mean it but yeah it was kind of I kind of was like 30 seconds quicker and i just thought oh like i kind of knew it was on the record was on and i thought i'd get to the end but i saw a 33 46 10k split and i just thought oh shit like i can't run faster than that for the next 50 feet but i reckon having and and it just had my average pace for that 10k split only and that was like a huge goal for me to like not get too much slower than my overall average pace yeah dion
0: you were incredible like like i'm i know did you feel like um liam up the pace those last 10 laps while he was pacing and then as soon as he stepped off, I reckon you picked up the pace again or, or you're, Damn, you yeah. yeah. Like um, I've had a few people um, mention to me over the last day or two that you just didn't look like you got tired. Like you just kept going, kept going, kept going. Um, yeah. Like you had to, you had a day out. Um, but like, did, did you feel that you, you up the pace around there? And how were you feeling when, when Liam dropped out? Cause Like, it didn't look like you, like the way that you ran it, it looked like you were obviously um, still feeling like strong and with plenty of running.
1: Yeah, there was pretty much when Liam called off, we were kind of doing a minute 20, a minute 22 kind of laps. So, anywhere between there, there was a 119 minute lap in there as well. And I think it just, I, it gave me a bit of confidence, and I didn't really care about the lap times because I wasn't even counting um, at what time of the race I was passing the, the clock. I might look at it, but I wouldn't count back to see how quick the lap was. But then, yeah, I kind of started doing a whole bunch of, like, 118s, 119, 120-minute laps. And and then someone said to me, you're wrong one hour, and then I started to kind of count and look at it and I just thought yeah I am running my watch was saying I was running 319s but I knew I was running more like 323 kind of pace three minute 22 and and I just thought okay well and there was a stage actually where the sun came out and it was about 35 k's in and I remember going to the the two Davids on the drink stations who did a great job I remember just looking at them when the sun was out and I kind of flexed at them and I was like, sun's out, gun's out. And I was like, I know I'm going to make it. <laughs> what point of the race was um, this? 35k. <laughs> 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 Not even,
2: the race hadn't even started. Far yeah. out.
1: <laughs> um, and I was it's like, I'm going to make it. it. And I said to them, it's on. And, <laughs> but yeah, I got to, I, re- I remember going through the marathon split. And by then, I was still feeling good. I was kind of finding it hard. But um, the marathon split, when I went through the back end of the 200 metres, that was 223.46. And I remember just thinking, yeah, "Yeah, I'm definitely going to get there today, no matter if I bomb. And then, yeah, by the time I got to kind of like 44K, I started to get a bit of a stitch. And I felt like I was going to vomit everywhere. So I had to slow it down a little bit. But even the, the, the splits didn't go down that bad. It was kind of a minute 25 for a few of them. And then the last 4K, that's where I, you know, that's where I had all those laps. And then with like three or four laps to go, I kind of was like, you know what? I'll just pick it up now. And I, I really had the goal of... Um, I wanted to break the record by... Three minutes when I knew I was kind of like five k's out and I just thought oh, yeah I was a bit short but you know um I'm definitely I kind of ran a race that I thought like two months out I kind of ran the time I predicted yeah nice
0: yeah. JD we can't we can't um not talk about the toilet stop um <laughs> yeah talk us through that
3: before I do, do you remember do seeing the stat? What did someone say? 101 of Dion's laps were between 80 and 82 seconds. I yeah. think it was, which is just ridiculous. Like That sort of pacing, it's little wonder that you, you broke apart oh, so I much. That. I think someone so, I did hear say that. Yeah, 101 yeah. laps. I'm pretty sure it was between 80 and 82 seconds. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's incredible it's consistency. Just, what, 40, 40K yeah. on pace. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> he was a
0: class above. That's for sure. Yeah, he was class uh,
2: above. A class above.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JD.
3: Um, uh, yeah, I I think I uh, the plan I wanted to be strong in the back end, and I think I just I made an error on the day before. I just overhydrated um, leading in which you know it's, it's happened before but generally i'm on top of it but and then the convenience of having our drink station every lap um first few bottles were like every 10 laps but because i was running multiple laps with the bottle i turned every 10 laps into probably a I through the bottle away maybe six or seven between drinks and it was just too much fluid and i had the choice of um trying to hold on not going to the tour and not taking on any more fluid which would have been bad or stopping so had a chat to liam what he thought and he was like well maybe just just relieve yourself as you're running sort of deal or you don't yeah, want to stop. do that yeah so he said wait till you get to the back straight and i'm like oh I don't want to really do that and so i ended up saying no nah, i'm going for it and i took off <laughs> past him, and everyone started cheering like i was trying to win it. But, 24k or something in and um ducked off the track went to the tour official made sure i rejoined back at the same spot and i'm like all right first person i saw was like all right just stay relaxed take your time got around the front straight more people saying that so i just settled in i think i was about half a minute behind at that stage and um I just, I tried not to do too much of the work into the headwind, which means I probably ran too fast on the back straight with the tailwind. So I think I was running, I ran, actually ran the most laps under 80 seconds of all of us and was all in that stretch. And I think, yeah, I put too much work into getting back on. I was running 78, 79s for, instead of the 81s, 82s we were running. yeah. Um, in the end that 30 seconds catching back up probably cost me a minute i think in the end overall because i felt good going in i I wanted to run say 223 through the marathon 224 which would have been a pb but i felt i was in shape to do it with you know liam's pacing on the day but but yeah it was it was a tricky one but what do you do when you look back on it when you look back on i run through the marathon uh, 225.45. end, so... Yeah, so,
2: all, how far off your PVs
3: are? Uh, 19 seconds.
2: Yeah.
3: So... For Toilet t- break. Toilet break. And, <laughs> and sort of after that, though, like, the gels weren't going down well anyway, so I was struggling, like, stomach-wise. So I didn't take on... I think I had one bottle after lap 50. So I pretty much run the, the back end dry, so... So I'm I'm pretty happy actually how I ran, man. Like, yeah. I, I just drif- wanted to. I thought you, I was drifting go. towards sort of 2:57 sort of pace, and which I would have taken, like. But um, yeah, I was pretty happy in the end.
0: So that's a five I minute PB. Mention. Sorry. Five minute fifty k PB.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that any day. <laughs>
1: um, JD, I just wanted to mention that. I remember as we were around that thirty K mark just before Liam stopped off and you were the first one to kind of drop back and Craig was still with us. Yep. And I I was really happy that like, you know, you kind of just you know, even though that you kind of worked hard to get back onto us, you kind of were like, you know what? It's from what from what I could see, it was like, you know what, this is I'm running my own race. I'm gonna get to the to the finish at a pace that is sustainable as you know and i thought that was a really smart move even though that you've probably cost yourself a minute catching up to us or maybe more who knows but yeah exactly. it's um, firstly the time that you're actually stopped but then the effort that you've actually kind of yeah. taken out of yourself you know kind of gone a little bit over that lactic tolerance um i thought it was you know a really impressive run Cause, especially cause... off off some of the, the weeks of training that you had that were some were really good, but some were not amazing as well. So it, I think you kind of, you know, you ringed everything out of that
3: cloth to yeah. get everything out of that. It was a really good run. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it doesn't sound like much, but two to three seconds a lap faster than what the group was running, like in a nice little pack, it, it made a huge difference. But you're right, I, I was fatiguing pretty bad through my left ankle, which... Uh, as the race went on and going around the corners, it just got harder and harder. So I thought, you know, yeah, drop back, run a couple of seconds a lap slower and that pace felt a bit more comfortable. And like Liam kept telling us as well, as he was finishing, like we're all under the pace still. So it was all right to drop back. The conditions weren't going to get any worse either. So we'd already run through some pretty terrible weather. So it didn't make much difference. I thought dropping back for a bit and. Um, yeah
0: yeah uh, john like i was chatting to my dad about your run and he, he thought it was so impressive like um i think off your preparation as well uh yeah yeah i thought it was um i think there's a lot more there like i think you've like if you ever got the time to yeah do do like a more solid preparation i, I guess that's just hard um with kids um but you are you're you're a gritty competitor like um You just keep going like um even when you're yeah struggling out there
3: i was never not going to finish and yeah like i don't know you just got to be smart about it sometimes i just knew if i stayed with the group then it could have cost me more time later like i still dropped time but it could have been a complete blowout but it wasn't it wasn't lack of fitness i felt it was just the body i was not sure how we none of us were sure how we're going to cope around the track and if that was the only thing that sort of started playing up, then it wasn't too bad a day in the end. But, but yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of laps. <laughs> I, I, felt, I felt my last month into the was it was all starting to come together nicely. And, yeah, I, a little disappointed I didn't run faster through the marathon. But there's a, a few factors at play on Sunday which sort of had to deal with. It. So threw up some curveballs.
0: You don't look back yeah. and just wish you, you know, just did, you know, went in your pants, like wet your pants, like
3: just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done it before and I'm probably never going to do it. So. It was, crazy, it, was, you know? it, was, it was a tough decision. I, I spent a couple of laps thinking about what I was going to do. I would have gone to the back. There's yeah. Because no I, I just didn't want to lose the time, but having wise heads around the course, like, um, Craig knows uh, George Dyer, one of the veterans out at Knox is a very wise head. He just said just take your time, don't don't rush getting back and I think I spent ten to fifteen laps getting back on. Whereas and after the race leams I like, well, you don't know, maybe catching up in two laps might have been better and then you're back in the group, even though you've had to run even faster or you don't know, like I don't know, I just gotta be happy right, with that was- <laughs> Yeah, and in the end, like I said, I thought I was on track for 256, 257, and then I've run 254, so at the end of the day, I'm wrapped, and next year, hopefully, run a faster marathon off that, because like you say, Dan, if I can hook it up for long enough, I might be able to improve.
0: Yeah, because some of those quicker laps you did to catch up, like, you were running about, I don't know, 315s, 316s, like... It only sounds like a second or two, but that's per 400. So when you yeah. do the maths, like you were, you, you're putting in a pretty big surge in the middle of a 50k race. Um, I mean, yeah. There's about
3: seven or eight seconds a k, I think. So
2: anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about yeah. <clears throat> like we talk about going to the toilet on the run, but I don't know how. Like, uh, what had? I don't know if anyone's done it, but how you can get your body to relax enough while still running at pace for that to happen without like i know with a lot of our greats and um and average you know our weekend warriors when the back end needs to go it kind of just does its thing but when you need to go for a way well, yeah I'm, i was thinking that too i said to des i'm like yeah i would have i would have just gone to the back as well and, and you know just done a run but then i it's you're trying to switch to relax mode to allow that yeah. anyway that was just in my thought processes
3: then but, but i think i wasn't i was smart enough to realize that if i don't go i won't get any more fluids in for the rest of the run which would have yeah. been probably worse
2: yeah you also risk slightly altering your gait if you're holding on or you know you're yeah. tensing through your hip flexors a little more or in your, your deep pelvic core you know all of those kind of things that could open up some issues later on in the race. So yeah, when in doubt, I think you did the right thing in stopping earlier. Um it was just hilarious
3: when, that everyone started cheering. And um
2: <laughs> Yeah well you took off like it was uh two laps to go in a 10k race. So
3: <laughs> when you pass the pacer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, they are gone, oh there goes JD. That's all <laughs> <they
0: all mentioned. laughs> um yeah, JD. Um, how did how do you reckon you cope mentally with it all? Like, um, like I think that was a question from one of the listeners. Like, like how did it affect you mentally, or, or did you sort of like really take that advice from some of the wise heads off the side of the course? That all right, I've just got to go about it slowly. Um, you didn't let it get to you.
3: No, and exactly, it was as soon as I rejoined the track, I was having those wise heads in my ear and. I, I don't know, I just, as soon as I rejoined the track, I was relaxed into it. I was like, you can't panic because it's going to be worse. You panic now, you've got over 20k still to go. Because so I think it was like 54 or 55 that I stopped. And, and um, yeah, if I panicked, it would have been worse. So it was better to just chip away at it. I mightn't have caught back up and it might have just been like that for the rest of the race. and And I would have had to just deal with it anyway. So... So, yeah, mentally, it it wasn't an issue, actually, surprisingly. So, I don't know, maybe maybe a few years ago it might have been different, but I've done enough races now to try and just roll with the punches.
2: Was it nice, like, you're one for a challenge. Did it come up when you got back on, were you like, all right, I've got a new challenge within this race, I'm going to just work at it?
3: Yeah, definitely. And then when I dropped off, um, obviously I was the first to drop off when I did catch back up and then I caught up to you apples. Um, and then I went past you and I started getting going again and I'm like, okay, next is Dane. And I started, I got within, I think, probably 60 meters of Dane. And then as I like, actually know, your ankle is pretty fatigued and it's, it's hurting a bit. Maybe, maybe you're not catching. And I did drift a little bit then and mentally start thinking, Oh, all right, got to survive now. And then completely lost my mind out there. Like, Not that I, not mentally, like, oh, I want to stop. I've had enough. It was just like, what lap am I on? What pace am I doing? Am I doing six minute Ks or four minute Ks? Like, I was completely at sea. Like, what drink do you want? And I was yelling back, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't know what I wanted or where I was going, really. But, yeah, it's just, it was crazy out there.
0: <laughs> On the drinks, I, I really liked um having the access to the drinks every 400 meters. Like, and I loved um because um you sort of had to say to the guys at the drinks um station who were amazing. Like they were just standing there in the rain. Um, oh, I want this drink next lap. I was I loved listening to what you guys were doing, and um I, I was sort of like oh that makes sense. They're mixing it up. Like they're going from a a drink to a gel, a drink to a gel, yeah. like every 20 minutes and i was just copying Um, like it was um yeah
3: yeah, it was cool actually i'd actually set my bottles up like that so i had 10 bottles six of them had gels mixed in which were going to be like every second bottle and two of the last three bottles were flat coke but even i didn't even want the flat coke at the end I, i couldn't work out if i wanted water with the gel or i had low sugar gatorade in a couple of the bottles and i think that's why it upset me Later on because it just it doesn't go down well. It's like drinking Diet Coke sort of thing. It just something's not right about it and and yeah I, What do I want? I've got three options and I don't want don't know if I want either of them So it's it did get confusing. You know, they should have just had the one thing
0: <laughs> Well, I think um Dion um, sounded like he was the only one who could do any kind of mental arithmetic out there late in the race like the way that he was talking about he was calculating his splits and he, he, he wanted to be three minutes under the record and he was doing the maths in his head late in the race. Like, oh, I couldn't do that. Like, I just wasn't thinking straight.
1: Yeah. I'd, there was a part, you know, like, with only, like, 5K or something. I don't remember that. Like, I, like, remember, I remember counting down the laps in my head and trying to, you know, like see, oh, what pace do you reckon I'll finish at? but I don't remember that it was actually raining until I saw photos in the last few laps. Um, But everything else, I was like, I knew what I wanted to do. And, you know, even with the drinks, I was like, next lap I want this, next lap I want that. Um, You know, it was the whole race, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but yeah, there was parts of it where I don't even remember. You know, you
3: just kind of get into that moment yep and and you and you said that going in you said you you will lose track of the laps it won't be like okay we've got 124 to go 123 and it did happen it wasn't until dane's brother sean when we sort of joined up towards the end was going you're on this lap you've got this to go dane you got this to go the i don't know about you dane but i was able to actually switch back on because all of a sudden it started making sense again
0: yeah it made sense like you're like oh Seven and a half laps, it's 3K, come on. Yeah,
3: Just <laughs> yeah. 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 for a while you're like, because I'm like, oh, there's the iPad. Okay, okay, we've got 30 laps to go. Okay, I didn't know that. And yeah, so, so I'm glad your brother was there at the end. I was the last couple of K.
0: <laughs> Apples, Um, you know, it was your birthday Um, on the day. um, I really reckon you defied your preparation. Like you hung on to a 30K and then jogged in a 233 marathon like i thought you were such an invaluable team player on the day um it's just unreal to have you out there um, and and you know you're just so positive like ha- how did you find find the day and and yeah what was your sort of race recap
2: oh uh, thank you um look that was my first race for 2020 so um yeah it was it was long overdue but i i treated it as i went in with the the, i guess the taper and the plan to race the whole whole way um with knowing that realistically what events transpired was was going to happen like i knew things were going to shut down but i also had the hope that um it may not and and that's you know that's what you got to go in with and so sitting on the pace and knowing we will just rolling along and going well. When I say well, we're going under the um, under the record pace right up till obviously I dropped off. Um, was nice. It it just yeah. I you know a lot of me wanted to to have another two months so I can you know train properly for it and, and give it a real crack, but. Given how I'm feeling today, um, I know I haven't put in a full marathon effort, even though I ran the marathon, but recovery will still happen towards, you know, three weeks of easy stuff. But um, on the race day, yeah, I, I probably, I didn't, like, knowing that we had the drinks there, um, I'm like, yeah, but better, better make sure I'm, I'm onto it early. But I was well carbo-loaded, you could say, like, <laughs> I was, I was, uh, brimming, full of carbs for that for that whole day actually like i i didn't there wasn't a point where i'm like geez i'm feeling a little bit depleted or i need something um and yeah so that was really good everything taper wise went well into the race went went um as i guess what everyone thought and what i thought would transpire even though i went further than um what i had planned to and um, yeah, the, the issue with my left calf really, um, probably came on at about 16, 17 Ks. Um, and oh. then, yeah, it was, Where that early? yeah, we had a few spells of heavy rain and I think I mentioned to you guys, I'm like, oh, there, there goes the water down the crutch. Like that's, oh. that's how heavy the rain was that you, <laughs> your shorts got saturated and you're like, oh, and at that moment, I'm like, geez, I'm glad. Even though they're not the stylish of things, I'm glad I wore the tights. You know, that was uh that was a win there. But um they must have loosened like the the water, um, obviously the the running just stretched those four percents just a little bit too much in the left left shoe. And my my foot was swimming a little bit in 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 the shoe, and and so that just I think added to the the stress on on the left um left calf and anyway it got to the point where when i when i started to drop off it was it was the calf just wasn't allowing me to open up properly and um then i made the like a full-on um freight train trying to slow down just to have a stretch it took me about 80 (laughs) meters to come to a stop (laughs) like the legs were not willing to go from you know pace to to a stop at any uh any speed there so yeah gave it a bit of a stretch and walked a bit and and tried to massage it and um and then decided well i've got the best seat in the house for viewing this event so i'll just (laughs) keep going and cheer you guys on and i'm like yeah i'll get to 36ks you know as as the goal was for my birthday years and um then i got to 36ks and i felt better and the, the calf was holding in so i'm like oh I'll just aim for the marathon and yeah got to the marathon and was was content to just stop there like yes i could have kept going but um to what damage or to what point um knowing that it would have been like a three who knows maybe a 310 or something like that so um yeah yeah and look as we've all mentioned this wasn't i don't i, I don't know how to equate it but it's like yeah you, it's like you're a uh, you're a sole uh, race car driver, but you're also the team manager, the mechanic, <laughs> and, and the cook on the day. You know, like we did all those things. So halfway through the race, I'm like, Des, hand out the bananas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, like, like we like. I reckon I, I I was like, oh shit, 14 minutes um, till race start. Like, and you know, there we are. I don't know, putting up the marquee. Um, I don't know, just. Yeah, like, I, I was like, I better do a warm-up. Um,
2: that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah, that's right. We need uh, race numbers, don't we? We're actually in a race race. Yeah, yeah, so all of that. Uh, but, yeah, everything went well. Like, even the laps, um, I tried to look at different things throughout the race, you know, check out different buildings and notice. But when, when it went pear-shaped and I was off pace, just having people so close. We had people on every corner just um, – you know, throwing a bit of cheeky lip and having a good old <laughs> laugh or, you know, being super encouraging or, you know, that was, I just loved it. And yeah, I, I must've been in a bit of a daze because I was throwing these weird, I think are they shuckers or something? <laughs> yeah. Like the thumb of yeah. the people out there. I'm like, yeah, going well, man. With my, uh, uh, yeah, with my hair in a, in a top knot and all this jazz. I love so, the top um, knot. Well, it's a, it's a food. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the first ever race in my entire life where I've actually thought, geez, what am I going to do with my hair? Because it's really <laughs> annoying. Um, and for those who don't know, yeah, my colleague, um, who's like, you know, a second, third mum kind of thing, she uh, she's growing her hair and we're growing it together to shave for a cure or shave for a cause next year. So that's why it's still this big afro at the moment. But um, yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm like, hmm, maybe summer might grow just enough for that top knot. I'll <laughs> see. But anyway, yeah, um, look, it's never nice. I'm not a DNF person, so um, I think that may be the first DNF I've had. I'm not too sure. It's the first one I can even remember. So.
0: But I think Apple is like most, a lot of people, um, I reckon, wouldn't have even started with your prep. So, like, I think you were yeah. doing it for a whole... I don't know, you're kind of doing it um, for a whole host of reasons um, in terms of, it was more than just the performance, Like um, I don't know, like, because you obviously knew you weren't going to, like, you know, ace a 50k off the preparation you did, so yeah. like, I don't know. You, I, I think um, the fact that you started and did it, like, um, off your preparation, because I know a lot of people that wouldn't have done it um, and wouldn't have been brave enough um, and, and uh, like, just having your body out there as well, and and you know, yeah, and you just your positive vibes as well, like was really helpful for everyone, um, you know. And to do that performance off your training, like you know, to run to run thirty k's at that speed off the training you've done, like just shows how talented you are, like, like, um, yeah. So. Yeah, I think um, get it. yeah, it's great Get, great get that it all you did
1: done. It. Like all the prep, you know, there's definitely something special waiting for you.
2: Thanks, guys. Yeah, I appreciate that, and that's that's what keeps driving me. Um, yeah, that and that race just reinvigorated the the motivation to you know do the one percenters and and reset and you know just make sure you get back into that racing feel, but. You're right, Dane. Like there was, we obviously we invested a lot of money, a lot of energy, and a lot of prep into this race, um, and
1: and the training as well. You training. Know. Yeah, uh, you know, not a lot of people are getting into peak, you know, aiming for peak condition at the moment. So, yeah, yeah, and look, it was something, something we, you know,
2: Dane, you coined the idea, threw it out to us, and we took it and ran and. And we did it, and uh, so yeah, I wanted to be a part of it, and and also, I'm like, maybe I could run the whole way, you know? <laughs> you know and that's that's I guess what I want to send out to people is you know you got to know yourself, and you got to know whether you're you know you, you're capable of potentially doing something. But at the end of the day, some not miracles, but some positives can come out, or some miracles can happen. Um, and yeah, last week when I was talking about that calf, on Sunday, I'm like, geez, if only I had a spare moment or thought process to, to get the um, sports tape and and tape it up. You know, that was in the back of my mind. I'm like, Mate, you know, get some tape, tape it up just in case. But then part of me was like, well, I haven't trained with a tape. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to go into a race. And anyway, so... Next week, when I do another 50k on the track,
3: I'll um, paper it up.
2: Anyone keen? Oh, jeez.
3: No no one wanted to even do a lap after we finished. Like, Dion was the only one keen. Dion was the only one who could have done it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I will say this, though. How easy is 25 laps now?
0: Oh, I even reckon a marathon is less um, scary.
2: Like, on the road yeah, yeah,
0: yeah i yeah. think um it's oh. going to help an april marathon um if we're keen <laughs> imagine,
3: imagine getting to 38k and going yep yeah, i can hammer this now only four to go yeah yeah well we
2: just... got what's 12ks in laps um, um yeah yeah i to go. 30 laps to 30 go lap. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, very like over the moon for you guys and, and seeing how you were finishing strong and then finishing Close together, like um, we've had people, and we'll come back to your side of it too, Dane. Obviously, but we've had people um, in the in the social world just discuss the difference between a, a track race and a road race. And I guess for us, this was a learning curve too. And, and through the the investigating, the questioning, and all that kind of process in putting on an event, we um, we know that there's only one now. 50k race record, isn't it? It's the yep. 50k distance and it doesn't matter what surface you're on um, Anyone want to add on to that one is there
0: Yeah, no that that's that's right. Um, like that they're all under the one banner now. So um, whether it's road or track um, 50k is 50k Yeah, um, yeah and, and so that's,
3: that's something that aura has taken upon themselves to do so yeah. It's the governing body that's decided to merge those two records together. Mm.
2: Yeah. And that was another,
3: that was a small
2: thing for us with our race planning while we did it that way. But I think the biggest key was that it was going to be too much of a mission to try and close down roads or even find, like we couldn't even brainstorm a suitable location for like a 5K loop um, within potential lockdown. So, um, yeah. Yeah. 125 k 125 laps sorry was, was solid but um it worked out to be the best
0: and even to get like a road circuit certified in 10 weeks um yeah. yeah yeah as well uh
1: yeah and then getting enough volunteers to man all stations uh which we we had an amazing team with us but i couldn't, I couldn't imagine asking those people to kind of shop you know shoot around in a car or a bike to get from one station to another or yeah. Um, you know, say if we did an out and back, for example, or if we did a five k, would we have enough people to um, make sure that you know, in terms of officials, to make sure that there's no no cutting corners. Um, plus, there'd be some other expense with the uh, electronic timing that we had, because um, we had, you know, there was undoubtable that we covered fifty kilometres, but if we did a a looped circuit. Uh, I guess there's going to be uh, skepticism as well, which you know, and arguably, you know, if you ran a hilly race, um, which had a slight net downhill, or if you had a tailwind one year, you know, does that mean that that race would not be uh, a legitimate race as well? Um, so I think, I think if you're covering the distance and you know, we had a headwind a tailwind each direction. Um, yeah, I, I think you know, there's for the most part we've had a lot of positive feedback. But yeah, there's you know, there there's definitely people who maybe they just can't fathom doing that many laps and, and kinda of just think, Oh, well, it's too controlled and but otherwise, um like organizing an event with no experience, like I can't believe that we actually did it. You know, to then actually then compete in the event after organising it.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I think think that's why the weather didn't even play a part, because we were like, all right, we've organised it, we're doing it, that's it. Yeah. Done goes, it's on. Yeah. And being on the track, though, did you guys notice that the last few laps, the crowd was getting bigger? and getting closer. To, but, to the Yeah. And and all you could hear, like, Dion starts his last lap, and you can hear cheering, and you can hear the MCs going off and calling out how fast you were going. It was just it was something really special, and it didn't sink in until we finished and we had photos, and there was, like, 20 people with cameras out taking photos, and it was, it was amazing. It was, yeah. I don't think I've had a race even close to comparing to that. Just you know
1: boom. what I found interesting about the finish as well, um, when we finished, um, Barry and Chris handed us a beer straight away.
3: <laughs> they, they did good business on Sunday. <laughs> they yeah, did. Really well.
1: <laughs> um, I think yeah, they I gave
0: know. out a beer to everyone. Yeah. yeah. And people then people
3: were the purchasing beer. when they were leaving. And the, the best was when Dane finished yeah. and poked, nearly poked Dion's eyes out. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That photo, <laughs> that just shows what kind of state I was in. Like,
3: yeah. I just had
0: no coordination. <laughs> you pretty much oh, caught me.
3: When you lapped me, yeah. uh, I, I was looking behind that and I was like, is he gonna go past me? And he's just, I, all I could hear is his legs going up and down on the spot, like the Tin Man, and <laughs> he got past me still, and <laughs>
0: <laughs> My legs so, just so, turned to concrete, like the last 10K. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I think we all had times when we were battling out there against ourselves and against the track and yep. against the weather at times as well, really. But I, don't know. I I can't believe we ran so fast in those conditions. It's quite <laughs> incredible.
1: Yeah, I reckon there's faster out there in better weather. But also, we were pretty lucky it also wasn't as hot as it was in Sydney as well. They had, like, record-breaking temperatures yeah. of, like, forty odd degrees. And, you know, we had, like, 20...
3: And rain so and, and we're like um, it wasn't humid because of the rain either it was actually quite cool like a bit more humidity and that would have been trouble for us as well yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think there was something about the yeah. track um like just it was so spectator friendly it was like a cauldron sort of at times yeah. like it, um yeah it was but then in saying that like i also um like, I've never had blood blisters before uh, in all of my marathons. Like I've done like 11 marathons now, and I had um, blood blisters at the end of my feet um, and pulled up the sorest I've ever pulled up um, after a race like that. And yeah, I think um, there's an element of like you fatigue when every step's the same and you do like 250 bends. So, like, as, as control, like, you know, we had a pacemaker and we had a pacemaker for 30Ks and that was bloody ideal like that like we're not going to always get that um, But uh, there, there is like um, an element of Mental and physical fatigue when you're just doing the same lap around the same track um, that's probably um, Yeah, a little bit Adverse as well like the the ability of a road marathon where you can mix up the hills and and different scenery and um, Go downhill uphill turn left turn right um and and mix it up a little bit on your feet like i think there's there's actually a little bit of good to that as well that like i think yeah i, I never really thought about actually until after doing it
3: yeah i'm, uh, I'm I gonna say know. that i'm gonna say road marathon would be easier yeah in that sense yeah yeah it's a yeah,
2: being in Tokyo, well, that was um, all the scenery, all the different uh, locations that we'll get running out to. And then you know, as you're heading towards a certain point, you're covering ground you haven't covered before, but it's also getting you closer. Whereas on the track, you've covered that corner 100
3: times before, you know? So, yeah, that, that same puddle, one front yeah. stroke. <laughs> yeah, Not,
1: 90
3: yeah. meter. Thinking about a road race, if.
1: Say if you're doing, say, like Melbourne Marathon, for example, and you're heading from the top of Port Melbourne down to Elwood, that's kind of like a 9K stretch. And if there's a headwind, that's very taxing, whereas we don't quite have that on the track. But I think, you know, you kind of forget about, you know, all the k markers or whatever, and, you know, generally there's big groups as opposed to us. And imagine if we had three or 50 people on the track, imagine how much extra distance that we would have run. So there's a reason why you know big races don't get run on the track because everyone's going to be running 45Ks instead <laughs> of 42. Or, um, so in terms of points of difference, I think that I've pulled up sorest than any other marathon from this track race. But I've also done a 100K race on the track before, which is a bit slower and pulled up great so um and that was on on that one occasion but you know i think it's depending on how hard you kind of push yourself to how hard or like how you're going to recover because we had the same constant uh, you know terrain you didn't have any anything to kind of you know, once one area gets fatigued you kind of just have to ride it out until you get to the end and that's one of the most taxing parts, besides the repetition
3: of doing a track race. Yeah, there's no relief with a downhill or an uphill just to break up that one muscle group fatigue, is there Yeah. How was everyone's shoes? How did you go with your shoe choices for the day?
1: Do you want to start, JD? I saw a photo of yours.
3: Yeah, actually, um, I only got mine, so my first run was on the Wednesday. And I did fifteen k them before the race, and they're actually pretty good. I think they cope better than what I did going around the corners. So, because <laughs> really, I, I've pulled up quite well considering I have pulled up worse in other marathons. And it's really just that left ankle that fatigued early on. That um, yeah, a couple of tight hamstrings, but there's nothing stopped me from running. I've just chosen to have a few extra days off. But but yeah, I, I was pretty happy and they had Not a good group in the wet and yeah, pretty good.
0: How are the hawkers? Dion? Yeah, I wore,
3: the,
1: uh, <clears throat> I, I wore the Rocket X and um, I've been wearing a pair of them throughout a couple of like my key workouts or long runs but the pair I wore on the day I'd actually only done 5Ks in so it was just a new pair that I've just been keeping for a race, um, which I would actually love to wear for a 5K. There, I wouldn't wear them for more than a 100. If I could wear the Carbon X, they're a bit more comforting for long distance. But the Rocket X are a bit wider. Um, yeah, I had plenty of grip and um, enough cushion that the uh, the safety pin that I stood on didn't come into my foot into my foot. Um, just st- stuck into the the shoes <laughs> the whole run, but um, it didn't actually. Um, reached me so yeah the shoes were really good i i didn't have too many issues with flooding in the shoes with the with the rain and i had a lot of water kind of pouring down my legs off my shins because my hair was collecting more fluid um yeah the shoes were shoes were good um yeah i i i was i was wrapped yeah record-breaking as jd says
0: (laughs) on that record-breaking note um we're we're actually sending through the paperwork, aren't we, Dion, um, to make the record official? So, sending through the pay- paperwork to Aura, um, and then um, also to Athletics Australia.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've um, you know us being the race officials, we can sign sign that, and, and then we get uh, Sarah we Davis, get the Athletics Victoria, to and the race judge and. Who all did an amazing job like I can't believe they all volunteered in the, in the rain for that many hours and I mean they were thrilled that the record broke they seemed really happy but um yeah so we sent it to them to sign as well and and then we get to tomato timing who also have to um, verify that they were there to officiate the results as well so yeah we've sent through our parts and once we get all parties to have signed then we can send it off to uh, athletics Australia and and also to aura to make it a an official record, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to getting the uh, the all clear. But yeah, still pending.
0: Yep. But yeah, once it's um all clear, you'll get a, a race certificate or record certificate.
1: Be my second one.
0: <laughs> Wait, what's your other one?
1: I had the six-hour Australian record. Oh, nice. That's so from, what? Are... Uh, 2014, I reckon, or 2015. Accidentally, I got that. I didn't even know what the record was.
3: What happens, Dion, when someone breaks it? Do they turn up and shred your record <laughs> certificate? <or? laughs>
1: um, well, it was broken the year after I got it. But, um, I've got the certificate still, but someone else then gets a new one as well. Yeah. So mine, you know, my, mine is just dustworthy, you know? Burn it in the fire.
0: Who's got the six hour now?
1: Uh, one of my mates, actually Francesco um, Gianco. I I've been coaching him for a bit as well, actually. So um, just recently, but yeah, he's. He, he, I think he was a two twenty one, two twenty four marathon runner, and um, has nailed out a couple of good ultras. Um, yeah, won a lot of good ultras. He's um, very handy runner.
0: Are we able he to say anything be, about? Like, um, oh,
1: sorry. I think he beat my record by 200 meters, but I beat the previous record also by about 200 meters. Oh, cool.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, are we able to say anything about what your next plans are um, about um, record-breaking pursuits?
1: Um, no, not officially until January. Okay. January, 1st of January, uh, I'll be announcing it. But uh, yeah. It, yeah, I'm I'm going to have a, a crack at another Australian
3: record at some stage. We'll, we'll have a we'll have a reunion catch-up in the yeah, no. is that
2: the uh, 50k with a pram? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, what is uh, that, Apples? Well,
2: don't want to know. I don't, <laughs> do not want to Hey, uh, Elsa, Diesel.
3: Yeah. Um, your race thoughts.
2: Yeah, we haven't actually touched base on your race recap. So, oh. uh, it yeah. seems like you're like the man behind the camera. Well behind all of the cameras, but yeah.
0: oh, <laughs> well, I was, so, I was, um, I was wrapped. I mean, like I was with you guys till 30K, um, noth- nothing much happened. I mean, I was, I was feeling, um, oh, other than clipping your heels all the time, um, mm-hmm. I was feeling pretty good. Like I, I felt, felt good. There was a few laps where I was like, oh gee, that felt a little bit quicker than I wanted. Um, especially once I got towards 30K. Um, I, I felt like I, if, if I was making the pace, I probably wouldn't have um, made it as, as quick. Um, uh, so I think like, and then, and then when, um, but then I was like, oh, well, like we're here to break a record and, and it's going to get bloody hard. Like once Liam stops. So if we're not that you try to put too much up your sleeve, like I still, still felt like I was, um, comfortable enough, but. I probably would have just added, you know, a second here or there on a few of those laps, and and then when when Liam dropped out, um, yeah, I found the pace um, pretty hard for three laps or two laps. I tried to stay with Dion, um, but yeah, Dion was just having a, a great day, and um, and so I was sort of just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna have to let him go and um, try to try to run my own race, and. Um, I was really fortunate to have Sean, my brother, um, yelling out um, my lap splits um, uh, here and there, and it kind of because um, I was losing ground on Dion the whole time, and it, it was easy to get into a negative headspace, thinking, "Oh, you know, my race is falling apart." Um, but he was sort of saying, "Look, you're running 83s or or thereabouts, which is which is record pace." Um, so. He, he was kind of saying that yeah you've slowed down a little bit but like you're kind of still you know holding a still still holding a good pace and and that really helped and then having you um apples still yelling out and and uh who else um richard dozer um he was yelling out at me like there was a few oh there's heaps like you know the whole crowd you know were yelling out and every lap you know every 400 and that's probably what i found really hard too like you wanted to relax and not focus um, too much uh, on the laps, but then you kind of were doing the maths in your head or trying to do the maths in your head each lap to check that you weren't losing pace. So you're trying to not focus too much on on things, but then and but then you you kind of wanted to to make sure that you're you're keeping honest and you weren't slacking off. Um, so like I, I found, yeah, I found, yeah, I was definitely in a bit of a tug of war in my head. Um, yeah over that last part but yeah it was just because i was getting tired like um i, I was i was doing I, I was so wrapped with how i ran it and um going through the marathon in two twenty four forty seven, like like if, if if i was doing a marathon i reckon i could have run a 223 um on sunday um because i would have you know tried to i don't know mentally you just knew that you know instead of having say 12k to go um yeah, you've got two. or oh, you've got, like, 4K to go, like, it's, um, it's just easier to finish off at, at that state, um, so, yeah, I was really wrapped with my marathon split, and then, and then it was just about, like, keeping it, um, just, just mentally going, oh, okay, well, it's only, uh, like, I kept looking at the total time, and, and just going, oh, it's only 20 minutes of running to go, like, and instead of, um. Yeah, just trying to reframe it all and, and, and try to stay positive and then it was sort of like um dion mentioned before or, um john mentioned before when sean was yelling out um oh seven and a half laps to go it suddenly made sense and and that sort of um and then a mile to go um 2k to go like it was it just made it oh i'm going to be able to finish this thing um but yeah the legs just went to concrete um pretty much like that last 10k like and i was running like that too like My style really deteriorated, um, but I couldn't do much about it. I just had to, like, try to get to the line. Um, And, yeah, so wrapped to get under the record. Like, that's all I wanted to do, like, just get under the record. Because, like, at the start of this challenge, like, you know, it's all well and good, like, saying something. Um, And I certainly felt a lot of pressure, like, because, like, it's hard when you make it public. Like, normally you make a goal just private and you're like, okay, that's what I want to do. If you don't do it, it's kind of like, oh, well, I didn't do it. But we've told like we told so many people about this and and so to be able to do it and and just uh and, and just see Dion do it and then just to see the success of the event and then how many people were sort of like out there actually enjoying running and, and um like enjoying the sport um after everything that Melbourne's gone through and, and, and oh well the world's gone through with COVID and the lockdown. Um, yeah, it was kind of like that's what made it such a special day because it was it it really was like a bit bigger um, than than us. Um, it was, so it was
3: fun. It yeah. Was fun. Uh,
0: so yeah. No, I was so totally wrapped um, just with the whole event.
2: Um, yeah, just awesome. There's, I guess, there's something to take from this. This would never have happened had um, the pandemic swept the world. Like really, yeah. we wouldn't have we wouldn't have put on an event to. To try and get us motivated to train for something, um, if we weren't in this situation. So it's a it's a year to remember on many uh, many fronts. But um, I think as George messaged us earlier, he goes, uh, it, it's motivated him to get back out there and, and, and to you know get running in the forefront of of his mind a bit more, having been through um, obviously the major lockdowns that we've had. So. Yeah, exciting times. How much does it make you go, geez? I can't wait to be just an athlete in a in a race yeah. now. Like, no. I just think about myself. Yeah, <laughs> to, to a degree, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, you're not thinking, oh, do the volunteers have enough food, or yeah. do they have access to the toilets? Uh, Where's our coming from?
0: Is yeah. this COVID safe? Yeah. Is
2: it COVID safe? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it, um, it, yeah, all, yeah, all the, like, there was so much stuff that we were, like, we just wanted to make it official as well, like, um, and then, um, yeah, it was, just, like, it, I, there was definitely a sense of relief, like, just um, after it, like, kind of like, oh, like, oh, there, there goes a weight, um, so, yeah, I mean, like, it was nothing but positive, but at the same time, I'm feeling pretty, pretty, um, pretty wrapped that. I'm just going to chill for the rest of the year.
3: <laughs> and and Dane, Dane and Dion, if, if it goes ahead, because we've made it all official as well, um, we've got to qualify for the World Championships next year. Would you guys consider going if it actually happens?
1: Yeah, I, I would consider mainly because I feel like Europe and the US are unlikely to be open for general Public kind of people so for us i feel like you know tape i is you know it's somewhere that would be open um especially to an australian bubble so if if there's little opportunities elsewhere i would definitely consider
3: yeah and, and considering i'm pretty, sure, pretty the, sure the whoop the is between 7 and 10k which is so much better than 400 metres. <laughs> yeah.
0: When yeah. is it, um, Johnny?
3: Uh, it's earmarked as the end of next October.
0: Yeah, nice. Okay. That's Yeah, I'll definitely consider it. I'm, I'm definitely keen to do a marathon in April. I'm not sure what one yet. Um, uh, but, yeah, just off this build-up and just to have the 50K now in the legs, like pretty keen to just see... Okay. Sort of what you said, John. Just to see what what it could do over a marathon now. Yeah, well,
3: yeah, I want to take my new shoes onto the road. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, also, we need to um, address our um, prediction race prediction contest winner.
2: Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you want to announce it, Dion?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was actually it was pretty close because. Our uh, our actual winner had actually guessed your exact time, Dane. Um, and then because you and I, and they'd guessed the same time for me. So, and we were only a minute and a half apart. So that's a minute and a half gap. And then guessed John Dutton's time of two hours, um, 55 flat. And then John ran two fifty four twenty nine, 29. So it's two minutes and one second collectively off the... Oh, the winner was actually Steph and... <laughs> Dion just froze, everybody. You just you fr-
2: Say that again. Say it like
1: again, again Dion. Oh, um, <laughs> the winner, actually, of the prediction contest was Steph Austin in New South Wales, a gun trail runner.
0: Congrats, Steph. Um, Congrats Steph. So, does that mean um, she gets a... What did she case
1: get? The case of the zero plus.
0: That's um, awesome. We'll be- have to get her details.
1: Yeah, so we'll have to contact her and grab her details, her address and the like, to get um, the the sports beer sent to her. Um, Second place was actually, um, who was that? It was Ingrid. uh, Ingrid, yeah. Um, Ingrid Michelle Barden, who was very close as well. Um, You know, guessed um, two, two hours, 52, 42 seconds for Dane and myself, and then two hours, 54, and 57 seconds for John. So, um, really close guessing from those two. And third place, not too far off, was uh, Julian Arnold, who was close for Dane and I, also guessing two hours, 52, 30 seconds for each of us. um, But lost lost time by guessing uh, JV at 2.57. So, lost a couple of minutes and um yeah so pretty close yeah
3: sorry julian
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i just want
0: to i also want to do some thank yous um i'm I'm hoping that we don't miss anyone but like it to get this event off the ground it really did take a village like it just took so many people and i've got a bit of a list here Uh, i want to start off with the av officials um So we had Sarah Davis, Richard Davis, Susan Schnares, Stuart Schnares, Josh Savage, Um, and the officials really did add to the event. Like They um, not only made sure that the the, um, record is now going to be official because um, they made sure so, but they just, um, you know, having uh, someone call out the lap splits, having them in uniform, it just felt really authentic. And... They, they just don't get enough praise um, uh, normally, and they don't get paid for what they do. They just do it purely for the love of it. So, um, yeah, a huge thanks to, to those guys. Um, uh, then... I wanted to um yeah um give Tim Bauman a really big thanks. Um he took over 4000 photos um on the day. Um he sent Incredible. us um some edited ones just before and and um John's um yeah really um done well here. He, he's actually um organized with Brooks to uh, um yeah give um Tim some some uh yeah Brooks runners um for his um amazing efforts on the day. He was he was it was pretty much like where's Wally? Like every lap, he was popping out of the steeple chase or on top of the pole vault mat. The, the <laughs> first Blaine,
3: time off, we on the steeple, and he's like, hey, "He's in the water jump."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Next, I wanted to uh, thank the runner chat guys, Nathan Fenton and Pete James. Um. Yeah, that was an incredible. Like they didn't need to do that. Um. Like you know they. Yeah, brought a lot of energy and just to have someone, you know, adding, you know, some good remarks, funny remarks. And then also um, just a microphone to commentate on the day and and, and some music, um, you know, certainly um, added to the day. Uh, Yeah, Damien Clark for the Facebook live feed, tomato chip timing for... Like, that was a great initiative, Dion. Like, I know Athletics Victoria said we didn't need it, but you persisted and said, no, nah, it's going to add to the event. And it certainly did. Like, it allowed people at home to follow along. It allowed people there on the day to follow along. Um, it, it really did add to the event. Um, it um, So that was great from those guys um, at Tomato Ship Timing. I. Um, uh, does someone else want to take over and thank anyone else um, there's heaps of more, there's heaps more
1: um. well there's yeah let you kind of caught us off guard yeah. But um, <laughs> there's, there was all obviously all of our partners um, which was which was huge um, um, so yeah you know we know they who they are um, but then we had um, a lot of friends who have been listening to the listening to the podcast as well. So we had um, Craig's mate, Des, who was amazing setting up all the marquees and picking up food throughout the day and everything um, else that he's done, like Jack of all trades. We had Scotty Orchard who um, just got there super early, made sure that um, the ship kind of ran smoothly from the st- from the start, you know, just kind of, you know, the, the fact that we didn't have to think about, um, you know, People having food or stuff like that. I know Craig did, but uh, we didn't have to worry about it. Um, so yeah, and then we had um, obviously the paces. Liam and Jess like did an amazing job being so consistent, and Jess running in lane two pretty much, and um, you know, um, amazing. Um, then we had Sports Bureau Zero Plus, who you know came and you know handed out a lot of. Uh, Free drinks to people who, who were interested and you know they got some pretty great feedback and uh, so we had a lot of lap counters who uh, just did an amazing job you know it, it was pretty cold from all the counts when you're not moving around and um so oh, no particular order but uh, i had pete dutton simone brick uh clint parrot helped out uh we had uh beck black uh we had jeanette rays uh uh, have I missed anyone? We had Karen Mickle from Aura, who also helped out. Uh, we had Simon Fora, um, yeah, Jeff Wright,
3: Got, um, Sean Verway, Jeff White, uh, Wright. Did George die do scoring? Yeah, he soon? was down
2: there, and that's that's it. Like these guys, all of these people are more than happy to just come along and support. Like, yeah, um, um, that's what the community. That's why. Uh, I think we're all still buzzing is the amount of support from these people that, you know, took out their entire Sunday morning or a half a day um, to do something that for us, you know, it's quite selfish, isn't it? We're, we're doing something to run um, and to achieve something for us. But uh, yeah. So
1: who else haven't we mentioned? It was... uh, drink score, uh, drink boys, David oh, Oakley, yeah. David Wilson did an amazing job. They were on the back end of the course, by themselves in the rain, <laughs> um, handing us both drinks. um Funny when they just, were having. Um, and also a special mention because at the end of the race, um, they all know what I mean. But they are—we uh, all had ice cream sandwiches after the finish, um, with digestives and ice cream. So a bit sick, but um, yeah, we had ice cream sandwiches after the race too, with a beer. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: just to stir it
2: up. Um, yeah, shout out to to the guys at the drinks because they like they were there technically for for you, Dion, um, but they were more than willing to help out any of us. Um, and yeah. yeah, a huge thanks to them because halfway through it was like I think you, Dane, you're like just call out what you want and, and <laughs> yeah. Get when the you point guys out. are
1: taking you guys are taking the drink off the table, and I was like just get them to do it. You don't want to yeah. have to like drop it and you miss your drink. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if you miss it, but you don't want to have to like bend
3: onto the ground and pick it up and yeah.
1: yeah
4: exactly. like, that,
3: that, 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 that was, was the, a bit of confusion from my part as well, because I'm like, okay, it's got on my bottle, what lap, I'll come past, you'll know what lap it is and come past the first time. like, oh, I did Maybe I should just tell him which lap I want it. Maybe it might be. Yeah, like, you have like a yeah. actual,
1: um, yeah. I when you're just, doing so many laps on the track, the beauty yeah. is you have access to 400 metres later and you can say, actually, I don't want it now.
3: I want it in three laps time. Yeah. yeah. And, and it did work like that for all four of us, I think, at one stage. Like, no, nah, actually changing the plan on the hop and yeah. <laughs> it's not going like that now.
2: That was almost got, um, almost got some uh, cookies and I think it was a cookie and something else about the 38K mark. And I'm like, whoa, I was so close, so tempted to taking it, but I, uh, I'm glad I didn't in the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that was one of the big advantages of doing it around the track like you pretty much had free reign of when you got your drink bottle like when you would normally do a marathon uh road marathon like you 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 that worried about getting your drinks like there's such a huge um uh rush to get the drink there's people everywhere there's drink bottles everywhere um you often miss it um uh, whereas like yeah yeah the advantage um, doing around the track was, you know, you just could get it when you wanted, and, and there's only four of us, so it was pretty easy to know which drinks yours was.
1: Yeah. The thing is, as well, you can also have half of your drink and then throw it back to them and then pick it up again in four laps' time so you don't have to carry it if you don't exactly. want to. Um, exactly. Which I did a few times. I, was, I handed, like, you know, a few mouthfuls left of a drink back to them and then took it back off them again later. Um, yeah.
3: yeah. It was... Yeah, that's so handy. I just, I just want to thank um. So I, my helpers for the drink stage for, were from Knox Roadrunners, where my wife Belinda runs, and um, Gavin, who I met on the morning, so I'd never met Gav before. Amazing guy. Um, told him what was happening, and he helped out with the drinks all day. And um, Emma Hutchinson from Knox Roadrunners um, as well. My wife Belinda and also, sister-in-law Rachel, who did first aid but didn't have to do anything on the day really, which was perfect because we didn't know what sort we were going to be in by the end. Yeah. Even Dane's blisters weren't too bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was funny how the week before we predicted um, these uh, ridiculously hot conditions, and we were talking about um, yeah, water vests or sponges and, and things like that, but and ice ice buckets. But um, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, rain and um, and 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 um, really good temperature actually. So it's um, we we got lucky with the weather. Other than yeah, the wind, we've
2: had for what we've had and the humidity we've had in the last week and a bit.
3: Oh, today, oh, like today the races today. would be horrible.
2: Yeah. yeah yesterday was obviously perfect, but yeah. <laughs> that was the day, It was the day after. <laughs> yeah, nicely done. Thank you to the community to the listeners, to all those who have been popping into the socials and, and hitting us up with congratulations and, and all that. So, um, yeah, yeah it, you, we think we're in this little bubble, but it's reached a fair fair um, spread, I guess, of people and, and distance. So kudos. Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah and I, so I just good. hope it's inspired like um, other people to – go um all right like let's set a challenge and and let's let's go for it um a lockdown challenge and let's go for it and um uh yeah i hope hope it's um i don't know it also created a bit of energy amongst the running community when there there wasn't much races on and and there wasn't much to follow so um kept the running community alive a little bit while there wasn't much
3: yeah we're we're really touched with the amount of support that we've had and how excited the running community were for this race and so the amount of people we had turn up on the day in the pouring rain just to watch us lap around the track 125 times is quite amazing and we couldn't think that it would be as big as what it was um and how much fun it was too to be honest
1: yeah and also just Thanks to everyone that did sign in on the day um when you arrived um hopefully we don't need to call you um, <laughs> but uh yeah um know, yeah, good to play it safe and thank you to everyone too who contributed either messaging us I've, I've had hundreds of messages i'm sure you guys have been receiving messages and kudos and you know posts and um you know people who have just come and cheered um, I mean, like, yeah, I feel very overwhelmed and humbled to have such a, you know, wonderful community uh, who have participated in some way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's um, just cool to see that crazy ideas can happen. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know. That's pretty much a wrap, isn't it? Like, that's, um, yeah, what, what a journey. Um, you know, what, what was it, 11 weeks ago that we started? Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, well done, guys. boys. It was yeah, fitting. Nothing. It was fitting that you know all four of us did make it to the start line as well, which is yeah, which is quite good. We started this together and we finished it together. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's nice. <So laughs> one thing to to leave on, I guess, is what is uh, what is next for each of you. What that you're willing to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty keen to um, just have an easy rest of the year and then maybe gear up for hopefully an april marathon like just domestically not sure what one like even like wangarata or um i don't know like i don't know like maybe hobart or or canberra um but yeah maybe adelaide but um yeah just see like i think they're going to be like hotly contested like they're going to be they have their biggest fields um you know if there's no third wave um um yeah, just because there is no other option, we have to go domestic. So um, yeah, I'm pretty keen for that. And then, um, yeah, what about you, you Apples?
2: Um, <clears throat> I'm keen to do some, uh, in the in the short term, I think for the rest of this year, it's building back up, but also get out some decent rides just for fun. See if I, you know, another challenge, you know, do a five hour ride or do, just do things like that. Um, but the key now, like I am motivated to to get back into it, especially knowing that, um, yeah, I'm 36, so it's, yeah, it's creeping up. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm definitely keen on on an April marathon. Um, and as I've said to to many people, like I want to get that sub 220 marathon before I'm happy to rest on my achievements. So, however long it takes. Ish. <laughs> yeah hopefully look i'm gonna still work really hard over the next two years but if it doesn't happen i'm just enjoying doing whatever um comes my way but yeah april marathon nice
3: jd well you guys in this challenge of um you've you've done wonders to my running i think you've, i feel very invigorated going into next year so I might just repeat the uh, process I usually do and go down Groshen Road for a half and Gold Coast Marathon and hopefully Worlds in October and, I don't know, take it from there. Like, finally uh, got some new fancy shoes to wear on the roads and um, I might actually, I
1: don't know, I might, really? go do
3: a, I might go do a trail race in a couple of weeks, actually. Really? Just that out there. Down Bower Ratway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah gold rush yeah just just for a bit of a wander (laughs) see if the legs can can run by then but um yeah i'm really looking forward to next year i'm i'm happy to say that so i've done a complete 180 on how i was feeling and yeah i'm i'm really excited about running again which is which is good so
2: races and building up for races does that yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need those, those goals. Are you going to do anything different in training,
3: J.D.? Um, yeah. I don't know that know. The last month is, has shown me that I can, like I've said before, get pretty fit off not being able to do it all. So if I can go into next year and think, all right, if I can get six months of hundred even 140K a week, I'll be like, yeah, I'm pretty fit off this and yeah. have the confidence. I had the confidence Sunday that I was going to run pretty well, and obviously things come into play, but I still ran pretty well, I thought, at the end. So, so yeah, hopefully a good block, uninterrupted um, hit goalpost. Uh... Because I'm the same apples. I, I don't think I'll rest until I've gone under 220. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> happy to say, you know, I'm content with what I've done, and, and I think it's achievable. I've just got to get enough training consistently. So and then then go to worlds and win a team medal yeah <laughs>
1: i reckon i was just about to say like yeah you should be definitely eyeing off a, a sub 220 off a lot of the training you've had over the years um and then if you got somewhere near that like you know you'd be in a, a high placing position on those 50k teams and, yeah. and any other kind of event that you kind of would do domestically or um you know i i think that there's a lot of opportunities ahead if you kind of have kind of glued the weeks together um for a long enough period of time and then get to a race you know healthy um yeah there's he- heaps of exciting uh, prospects if you can get there um because there's no doubt you've got the talent and the work ethic it's just about body and and having a day you know often yeah. if yep. you get a marathon and you get bad weather and or you know T- take the wrong turn or something and all of a sudden you've missed an opportunity and you can't
3: do a marathon every week so yeah 100% like you guys you have had fantastic days in the marathon and i feel that i haven't quite had mine yet and it might not come but hopefully it's it's going to happen and happen soon so Here will you, you
2: jd will you still have a day off a week
3: Good question. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. What to leave you with. But but I think it's a variable day off. I, I I wouldn't say that this build up. I had a particular day where I'm going. I'm having Tuesday off, or I'm having this. It just I need a day off, so I took it. So it might be like that. I might go four to six weeks without a day off, or I might have three in a week. So yeah. Uh, hopefully it's not three in a week, but yeah, it's it's not going to be set in stone, but but Um, i like that attitude maybe it can be
0: i like how you did that this prep because it worked like um it meant that you're just appreciating life and all the variables there are in life and it's not just like oh i i plan to do this so i'll do it like you you just were like nah, i'm tired so i'll have a day off and and i'll just have to push what i had planned you know to i'll have to adjust i'll have to adapt and you were very flexible and like you know maybe that's why you did well like because you you weren't just so stubborn and going nah i'm just going to do this because i had it planned on the program like
3: yeah and we all know that that hasn't got me anywhere at times being that stubborn yeah and it's <laughs> so, um it's just too much stress like you don't work well your family life's not great and your running's not great so what's the point of trying to cram it all in so yeah learning
0: Dion, what can you tell us? Come on, you've got to give more.
1: Are you going for a hilly run soon, or...? Um, well, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm not going to take much time off to recover. Um, Staying stay
3: in the country or
0: Can you say how much you're training and what your training will look like?
3: Because uh, well, that'll uh, give us a
1: hint. I want the 100K. Yeah. I want the 100K record. Oh, 100K, um, yep, yep. Uh, uh, 50 is not yeah, enough, so, mate. <laughs> um, have, have an easy, unstructured week. Like, I ran 12K this morning um, and 5.5 and yesterday. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like the, the runs I've done have felt rubbish this week. But, um, you know, I feel like by the end of, you know, the weekend, I'll still be able to you know, do a decent 20K. Session, um, <laughs> triple run, <laughs> and, and then, you know, um, won't plan to do any sessions next week and um, kind of yeah. just, if I do one, then it's bonus, um, otherwise just easy jogging for two weeks after this 50k and then I'm going to have uh, a, a short build and uh, a short taper um so yeah in the next couple of months Intriguing. <laughs> yeah. oh well, more so to come there the, you know amongst the peak mileage um i'll announce when and where yep
0: oh, yeah. that's pretty exciting and then <laughs> um what else do you have planned for next year
1: Uh, at this stage, I don't think Comrades is going to go ahead, uh, which I, my entry for this year has rolled over to. And besides that, I'll probably just do some of the domestic races. And if if I do the 50K, then I'd do the 50K. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd rather do a marathon. Yeah. Uh, I, I have that 220 burning fire in my belly. Um, yeah, that's, that's like my big big goal is a sub 220 and yeah i want that 100k record um 629 for which is 354 per k pace um so yeah that's who knows to, i'll probably i'll probably die
3: die of death by thousand paper cuts <laughs> <laughs> or a thousand footsteps and yeah <laughs> i I'm sorry, guys, but we're not going to catch up for a road to sub 220. <laughs> right? I feel like it, it's just better to keep keep it on the lowbrow and training quiet for that one. No <laughs> yeah. I'll
2: we'll leave you out of that one then, JD. I'll, <laughs> have,
3: fun. I'll, have, fun. I'll have fun listening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knows? We might do it again
3: next yeah. year.
0: We've got to just keep the door slightly open. Who knows what'll happen.
1: No full stop.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. You know, there might because you never know like what's gonna happen. Our our schedules might align again. Um yeah, might 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 be able to do another build up sometime, but um yeah. And whether we whether we do it on a podcast, um I guess we'll talk about it um, at the time, but like that, I don't know. That that that's a wrap. I'm so so thrilled with everything. I'm so thrilled with your guys' work ethic and and everything you put into it. Like like you guys put in countless hours on your, you know, like on your Monday nights um, yapping to me, um, and then obviously all the planning and and all the behind the scene work that went into it, and the thinking and the stress um for yeah uh for the last couple of months so um yeah big thank you from me um to you guys uh, for being involved and um yeah um yeah that's that's it that's
3: the and, that's it and diana I, we can't end without me asking um are you recording yeah i'm still recording yeah perfect <laughs> just making sure we uh, don't have to redo this one
0: yeah this is the longest one yet um <laughs> Uh, it'll be good for a Sunday long run.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Dano, you're yep. the man who started it all. So, big shout out to you for putting the idea in our heads and giving us something to work towards. So, thanks for yeah, being the the IT man behind the scenes.
3: In, yeah. in these in these tough times, it it really did give us something to look forward to each day training. So.
2: We'll have to um, put in a, a, a Sunday run or something like that where we get out for a run and then go and have sports beers and breakfast or I don't yeah. know, <laughs> whatever it is, but we'll have to next do a little... Full...
1: Sunday, next Sunday. <laughs> next Sunday. Uh, yeah, I but... need a bit
3: of a bit of a break from you guys. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've
1: got
2: a, um, I've got a 1500 seen... race coming up soon, so I think it's next weekend, so I'll be the one after It's fine.
0: Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I could probably How do, do that. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, boys. That's it.
2: Cheers. Enjoy your sleep. Well, well done, guys. <laughs>